How proud are you of the effort overall to pull this game out? Man, I can't even explain how I feel, you know, especially this December. <laughs> you know, we down seven players, and we could have easily just punted this game. Um, but we've seen an opportunity for us to grow and get better, especially the younger guys who haven't played a lot of meaningful games in the NBA, especially against a championship organization like Toronto's amazing test force. And I like how we responded throughout the whole game, hitting them first and taking their punch 44 to 25 in the third, then turning it up in the fourth quarter in overtime, man. It's, I can't, I'm so proud to just be a part of this group and to play with these young dudes. And man, it was amazing to be out there. You're listening to Raptorland. Here's your host, Anthony Tyrone. Good morning and welcome to Raptorland, game 28 of the season. Raptors at Brooklyn. We're Brooklyn at! We're Brooklyn at! We're Brooklyn at! The Brooklyn Nets are 20 and 8. The Raptors come in at 13 and 14, looking to get to 500. It's COVID, COVID, COVID. You can't watch anything else. Ah, COVID, man. COVID strikes again. COVID strikes the Nets hard yesterday. More than half their team has the Rona, and only eight players were available for them last night. Lucky for them, one of those players available was Kevin Durant. The Raptors were dealing with their own COVID issues also as Precious Achua currently has it and is self-isolating. So most people were surprised this game was even being played, but it was, and the Raptors were looking to get to 500. Let's get into it. First quarter, Blake Griffin has been a DNP for the past seven games and is thrust into the starting lineup last night due to lack of players available for the Nets. The Nets had a mash unit of players, but they had KD, Griffin, and Patty Mills. That ain't nobody. Siakam and Blake Griffin going at it in the first quarter. Siakam was shaking the bacon and Blake took on the challenge and really bodied him up in the first. It was actually fun to watch. Utah was guarding Kevin Durant interesting i didn't really realize how tall utah was until he was side by side with kd wantanabe is a legit 610 611 justin champagne into the game early in his hometown of brooklyn getting put backs and rebounds as we are beginning to expect from him now scotty plus bench unit again i like it flynn gets in the game before banton who apparently has some kind of undisclosed illness so flynn seems to be falling back into favor in the rotation 7-0 run from the nets at the end of the quarter 33 32 for the underman nets let's see if they can keep up the same energy hey here i come pull up have that same energy all right here. all right here i come with only seven players second quarter technical difficulties it happens third quarter Fred with two in-your-mouth threes to try to cut this lead that the Nets have amassed while I was having technical difficulties. Raptors and Nets just trading threes, which doesn't help the Raptors considering they were down by 10 at this point. Now let's talk about some random stuff. Blake Griffin is not washed up. He is a perfect small ball center. Small, strong, great passer, respectable shooter. He looks good, I gotta say. Best I've seen him look since his Clipper days. Now, back to the game. Raptors cut the lead to four with eight minutes left in the game, but BK was in control at this point. Blake Griffin and Kevin Durant were doing the best to turn this game into a blowout, but in the third, it was Fred that was keeping the Raptors in this game. A deep three there, a layup there, just making sure the Raptors didn't get blown out. The little things a leader does. The Raptors chopped the lead down to one, actually. The Raptors, I have to say, were on a 19-3 scoring run in the third and took the lead they were five of nine from three that didn't hurt this game started to slow down 
It could be just me, but the, the nets seemed like they were getting gassed. Now we got to talk about the Pascal poster dunk on Kevin Durant's head top that we can't really get into because there was so much more going on in this game. But Pascal dunked on Kevin Durant. And it was amazing. Pascal actually was just eating food in this game. Back cuts, off the dribble, poster dunks, threes. He was just in his bag. Now, the Raptors scored 44 points in the third quarter. That is the most points the Raptors have scored in a quarter this season. A 19-point swing since the half. Raptors, 44. Nets, 25 in the third quarter. That is a ridiculous stat. 44-25 outscored in the third quarter. Raps head to the fourth with a nine-point lead. 191. Looks like we're actually going to take this, but... In the fourth quarter, things done switched up. Fred gets knocked to the floor, but of course he was fine. Can't stress enough how good Pascal looks in this game. He was still doing his thing in the fourth quarter, but man, KD and Patty Mills would not just give this game away. The Nets go on their own 18-8 run in the fourth quarter. This has just become a game now at this point of gigantic, ridiculous runs by both teams. Nets give up fun fact nets give up the least amount of points in the league in the fourth quarter so the raptors kind of got locked up in the fourth while the nets were on a run we don't have someone named kevin durant who could just score at any time the way the nets do undermanned or not and it really showed what having a star in games like this really means i'm kevin durant you know who i am yeah i know who i am <laughs> there are so many crazy plays in things in this game that i can't even begin to get into because this would be a 47 minute podcast but long story short this game went to overtime on a hail mary three by fred van fleet and in overtime the nets took over kevin durant patty mills and blake griffin 8-0 run <laughs> to start overtime and that was pretty much it so well that's not true scotty had a chance to win the game at the buzzer half court heave hit the backboard rimmed out where <laughs> we almost got away with a win but um we lost in a very topsy-turvy day topsy-turvy game and a crappy loss but it happens we played good it was a fun game but i mean kevin durant had a triple double and we'll get into that right now let's get into the stats of the game stats of the games the raptors lose 131 129 high scoring game stats of the game for the brooklyn nets Claxton, 16.7 rebounds. Blake Griffin, 13.5 rebounds, 6 assists. Patty Mills, who absolutely murdered us. 30 points for Patty Mills. Kevin Durant, triple-double. 48 minutes, 34 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists, 12 of 29 shooting. Like, man. David Duke Jr., unfortunate name. 10 points, 13 rebounds. Edwards had 17 points, 10 rebounds. A lot of randoms stepped up for the Nets in this game. Got to give credit where credit is due. Stats for the Raps. Chris Boucher, 32 minutes, 9 points, 9 rebounds. Pascal, great game, 25.6 rebounds. Scotty Barnes, 23 points, 12 rebounds. Great game as well. Fred Van Fleet, our captain, our leader, 31 points, 4 rebounds, 9 assists. Gary Trent, huge game, a quiet 25 points, 5 rebounds. Utah, 5 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Champagne, 6 six points, 3 rebounds. And everybody else was kind of a non-factor in this game. So, 
COVID kind of messed up the game. We found out James Harden wasn't going to play like 10 minutes before. No one even knew if this game was going to be played. So it was just a weird atmosphere. But it turned out to be a fun game that we lost at the buzzer. Classic Raptors. So we move on. And next up, we're supposed to have the Chicago Bulls on Thursday. But that game has been canceled because the whole Chicago Bulls team has COVID. So... I'm not sure when we're going to talk next, but whenever the Raptors do play and whoever they do play, we're going to talk about it the morning after. Thank you for listening to Raptorland. I'm your host, Anthony Tyrone. You know where to follow me. You know where to follow the show. Have a good morning. Stay safe.